Hello everyone, welcome to Oh Wow the Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host Augustine and today we'll be getting into Season 6, Episode 3, Alex. It's been quite a while since the last episode of the pod, it's been about a month or so. The last time I recorded I was in Iceland and then I came back and started grad school and it's just been one thing after the other, so I finally had some time to sit down and watch Alex's introductory episode, and it brought a little bit of joy to my day. He is quite the character, as we will discuss, and the last episode was mostly focused on Grace's death, which was really, really upsetting, so even though a lot of those themes come into this episode, at least it was a little more lighthearted, which I really appreciated. So getting into it, we open on Alex's bedroom, which is very nautical themed, and I am going to just preface this episode with a dream that I had recently. I'll keep it really short, I was on a boat, and that theme has just kept coming up throughout the past week or so since I had that dream and I'm thinking that I need to go on a boat soon. I feel like there's some message from the universe telling me to get on a boat because that is really relevant to this episode. So we open with his nautical themed bedroom and he wakes up to the alarm clock as many skins episodes start with. We see that he has a pile of note cards and on the note cards are activities listed one through six. These activities are things like punch someone in the face or kiss the person next to you or break and enter a home or run away is number six on all of the cards. And then we also see that he has a die and he grabs those things while he's getting ready for the day. I noticed that he looks like a cross between Nick and Maddie. I'm not seeing a lot of diversity in the male cast this season. I feel like all the guys kind of look the same, which makes it a little bit boring, but that's fine. I guess it doesn't really matter to me as an old woman at this point. (laughs) So he's starting out as the new student at Roundview College, and Doug is showing him around the school. We learn that his name is Alex Henley, and he says, oh, I've been the new student a bunch of times. I'll have no problem navigating my way through this, which is very different from the in-betweeners episode, season one, episode one, where Will is the new student and he gets mercilessly bullied and tormented all day. Alex finds his way. So he goes into a computer science class. We get some inkling that Alex's dad is very controlling. There has only been an introduction to his grandmother so far, who seems to be a delightful woman. And then his dad is calling and being like, you need to start packing the boxes. And when Alex gets to the school, Doug is like, oh yeah, there's been a change in your schedule. Your dad called and had your schedule changed, which is a little weird and controlling. So another child without great parental role models, as is typical of this show. I also noted the poster for Grace's memorial in the classroom, which is very depressing. Like, I'm glad that they don't just keep pushing after her death and pretend that it didn't happen, which happens in a lot of shows. They definitely 
keep it going in this episode and everybody's really affected by it in this episode as we see so in this computer science class Alex rolls his little die it's such a like dorky thing for him to do this but I guess it makes him a unique character um it definitely contributes to the plot of the episode and kind of gives him a segue into being a new character in the show so I guess it's fine but it's just very dorky um so he rolls a two and the two on the card says to punch the next person who walks in in the face so he punches aloe in the face and it's kind of funny but poor aloe aloe didn't do anything i also noticed there are finally some good outfits coming back surrounding grace's death and in morocco and stuff there just weren't that many good looks going on but we're getting some fits back so i especially noted liv's denim vest with the fringy shirt it was very 80s kind of vibes that Liv has going on this episode and then Minnie is wearing a sparkly black tank top with these pinstripe Beetlejuice style micro shorts and white tights with a black pattern on them so for Bristol's best I give those two the award I don't even think we've had Bristol's best in a while because it's just been like sad times and not really fashion to the front so anyway after punching aloe in the face Liv confronts alex and is like why the fuck did you do that and he kind of has this mysterious new guy thing going on where he's like oh it's just numbers and he rolls a three and kisses her and of course the sparks uh interest between Liv and alex so they're walking together after school. There's just the most skins line ever where she's like, I'm an Alki. And he goes, I'm a psycho. And I'm just like, my first thought was just this show really lied to me in so many ways. First of all, it taught me that like doing drugs and partying will make you cool and have friends and be sexy. And then it also taught me that you can say really cringy, like deeply cringy things and be super socially awkward and like it's cool and sexy (laughs) which does not translate to real life as well like trying to be like I'm a psycho like it doesn't really go that well in real life it's a lot more in-betweeners in real life where people just be like okay you're a freak and not like wow you're so intriguing tell me more I think that um the intriguing manic pixie dream girl vibes of this show are just uh not always realistic but that's fine i still live by it i have the tattoo to show it so there's no turning back now anyway Liv goes to alex's house with him and eats some beans on toast with him and his grandmother which beans and toast are banging we'll not take any criticisms on that and his grandmother is so delightful and talks about meeting her husband William who passed away we can conclude from this and she has such fond memories of meeting him it's very sweet and Alex's dad calls while he's Alex is reading to his grandmother to like put her to sleep and the dad calls and is like we're gonna put her in a home you need to get the boxes packed like she's gotta go away I don't know it's just this shitty dad being like your grandmother needs to be in a home and Alex is like 
really enjoying the tender moments he has with his grandmother and it's very sweet so of course it's really upsetting for him and he doesn't want to do that so alex leaves and meets the gang at a local pub where everyone is sadly gathered together clearly the death of grace has really impacted the friend group which is a little bit triggering for me as this is something i've experienced a couple of times with a couple of friend groups it does really change things when someone dies and everybody just sad hangs out and fights and it sucks I also noticed that there's an obey sticker on the pub which is very true to the time so in the midst of sort of sadly sitting around people are not really welcoming Alex to the friend group too much they're kind of like we don't need new friends clearly they're not really in the headspace of like wanting to party and meet new people and Minnie aggressively takes two shots and starts dancing and of course Nick and Aloe, like, Aloe's like, hey, we should go dance, and Nick's like, I'm not gay, I'm not gonna do that, (laughs) which is, like, very Nick, and that just kind of comes up later in the episode, so just take note of that. Alex is like, hey, let's get out of here, because it's super awkward, and nobody really wants to do anything fun, so he takes Liv to the poker tables, which is some, like, back alley typical tv poker joint i guess i don't know anything about poker i've never played poker i'm not a gambler so i don't know anything about this scene except that like he wins and then the guy he's playing against says you're a fucking cheat and alex is like i'm not flip a coin heads or tails if you call tails and you win then you can keep all the money And the guy flips the coin and it's heads, so Alex takes all the money and he turns to Liv and is like, we gotta run, and we find out that it was a two-headed coin, so he cheated, he did cheat! So we see that Alex is very chaotic. He's very chaotic energy, that's how I would describe him. It's kind of Maddie energy, but I feel like Maddie is chaotic evil. And Alex is more chaotic neutral, which is a little bit of a safer landing place for a friendship. (laughs) Um, So Liv is like, you don't have to be shy with me. And she's sort of insinuating that she and Alex could hook up and he's being very sweet and being like, no, it's okay. And she leaves and he goes on the Cruiser app, which is, I guess, an early grinder and meets up with a guy and they bang and the guy offers Alex money and Alex is really offended and he's like this could have just been meaningless and you fucked it up so that kind of says something about Alex too like he just wants his forms of escapism and he wants to be in control and I think he got offended by the guy offering him money because it kind of like puts him down in a way we kind of see alex's dark side in this scene where he's telling the guy like you need to brush your fucking teeth or whatever he says like you need to take care of your oral hygiene like alex can be really mean which is not a great sign and then later in the episode he's kind of seen as this like funsies little innocent boy but i'm like ah there's a dark side that we're getting shown really early so i'm just gonna keep an eye on that He's kind of replacing Maddie's role in the friend group. 
I don't know. TBD on my thoughts on this, but I'm just going to put a pin in this and we'll come back to it. Anyway, the day carries on, the next day goes, and he's with Liv again, and they play his little die game, and they break and enter in a house. This is more chaotic neutral energy where they're like, instead of stealing stuff, this guy has a really dirty house, so we're going to clean it. So they clean the guy's house for him, and then they run away laughing, and that's like not evil. It's very chaotic neutral energy. Getting home, Alex sees that his dad is home. Alex is supposed to have been packing his grandmother's things to go to the home, but he hasn't been. He's been hanging out with Liv and the crew and doing whatever chaotic merriment he's been up to. And his dad is like, it's time to go. We're going to talk about this later, blah, blah, blah. Very just like typical Skins dad scene. Honestly, you can just sort of... CGI render a random dad onto onto the show and it would be Alex's dad at this point. They're kind of all the same. And so we'll see what happens with that. Back at school, there's an announcement that there's going to be a memorial for Grace and the friend group is just like, who are these people holding this memorial? They didn't even know Grace. So, of course, they're immediately not thrilled about that. And that just contributes to the super negative vibe that's going on as they all just sit around. Also, I have to take note that Aloe is showing up in this episode. He's wearing checker capris and a sweater that is delightfully decorated with kitties. And so thank you, Aloe, for your service in your wonderful non-binary fashion sense. I'll stand by that. Um, Anyway, (laughs) Alex and Liv end up in the bathroom because Minnie kind of snaps at Liv, which has been happening a lot. And again, that's pretty realistic of how things go when someone dies in a friend group. People snap at each other afterwards and everyone's kind of blaming each other and it becomes very tense. And so Minnie snaps at Liv. Liv runs away crying and goes into the bathroom. And Alex follows her in there to comfort her. And as they're talking, he tells Liv that he's gay, which he obviously, going back to the pub scene where Nick is like, I'm not fucking gay. It's like, of course, he's scared to tell the people he's trying to be friends with that he's gay when they clearly have some hostility towards that even though everybody's, like, super gay in this cast. But but we're just pretending that they're all really cishet, I guess. Uh, kind of goes back into the cishetification of Frankie. But anyway, so he's, of course, really scared to tell anyone, and he confides in Liv about it, and she's just like, what the fuck, you used me, which... I can understand where she's coming from. She feels like he led her on in sort of a romantic way. I mean, they've made out a couple of times, and so she's kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Why didn't you just tell me right up front? But again, that comes down to like him being scared and wanting to be accepted, and so I get it. I think her feelings are valid, but I think his intentions are like not bad, and I think he really does just want to be her friend. 
I don't think he was trying to use her or anything. Of course, Minnie, who opened the bathroom door probably to go talk to Liv, overhears this and is kind of like, fuck you, because if Minnie's going to do one thing, she's going to stand up for her friends and scream fuck you at whoever is hurting her friends, which I kind of love about Minnie. (laughs) Alex goes home, and of course, we can't have a single happy episode. His grandmother, it seems like, took a bunch of pills and died. Just to put it super bluntly, that's basically what happened. And he sees this note that she's holding in her bed. Like, she's just very... I don't know. It's sad. And he gives her a kiss on the forehead. And it's weird. It's sad. We just met this woman, like, 15 minutes ago at the start of the episode. And now she's dead. So, rest in peace, Alex's grandmother. Meanwhile, the rest of the gang is at Grace's memorial at the school, and they are playing this really awful, like, Grace, you were an angel in heaven song. (laughs) It's so cheesy and bad. And so Frankie gets pissed off and fucks it up and runs up and is just like, you showed Grace your dick to the guy who's singing this song. And he's like, I didn't even do that. Blah, 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 blah. What the fuck? And so Frankie calls him out, which is great. And then Liv runs up and smashes his dumb keyboard. And it's iconic. And then she turns around and flashes the audience. And it's like, if you guys want something to remember, remember this. And it's just great. And it definitely eases some of the tension among the friend group that they got some justice for Grace and that Grace's memory isn't tainted by all the fucking dweebs who didn't even know her being like, you're a sweet angel, Grace. Like, that feels so offensive when you're in the position of being someone's friend and losing them and then all the people that want to claim, like... They were so perfect, and you're like, no, that was my friend, and, like, they were a punk. (laughs) And Grace was definitely a punk. So, anyway, Alex invites everyone to this boat party, and this is where the boat thing, again, with my dream, it's my podcast, so I get to talk about my dreams if I want to, and... He's like, it'll just be good. I think everybody just needs this. It'll be fun. I rented a boat. And I was laughing because the weather must have just been really terrible the day they decided to film these scenes because they try to, like, play it into the script and be like, oh, terrible weather, blah, blah, blah. Like, But I think they probably hoped it was a nice day. And then because they're filming in the UK, it just was so windy and rainy. You could tell everyone's, like, soaking wet and genuinely looks miserable which is probably more from the weather even though I think they're supposed to look sad because of grace (laughs) so that was kind of funny they're all just partying doing drugs getting drunk as they do and then Minnie goes and is looking for a lighter and she opens what she's sitting on and it turns out to be Alex's grandmother's casket which obviously scares the shit out of her. And she calls for Aloe, which is kind of cute because she's like looking for Aloe to come help her. I kind of ship them. So that's just my thoughts on that. But yeah, obviously terrifying. And sometimes you just end up on a boat with a really unhinged person who brings their dead grandma, I guess. 
even my dream didn't go that deep into the like unhinged levels um definitely wouldn't expect that but alex kind of twists the narrative and gets everyone on his side because they're like you're a fucking nut job dude and he's like my grandma didn't want to go into the home she never wanted to go where people told her to go and then he reads the letter and it's very sentimental and it's like the love between his grandma and her husband his grandfather who i think like died at sea i think that's the vibe we're supposed to be getting from this and so he's like i want you guys to help me push the coffin or the casket into the water and like let her be free and they get really emotional then frankie says this really sweet thing which is like if you meet our friend tell her we miss her and I think it's like a little bit of catharsis for all of them in a weird way so I think it kind of works out even though it's very bizarre again these are things that like in skins it works out but in real life people would just probably like call the cops on you if you had like a dead body that you stole on a boat (laughs) and while they're there and they're all like going through their feelings Frankie calls Maddie and says to never come back so of course Because it's TV, that means that Maddie will probably be coming back soon, but I would hope that he would just take the message and stay away. I guess people probably have a range of feelings on how responsible Maddie was for what happened with Grace, but obviously they all feel like he was directly responsible, and it sucks because Maddie was, like, trying to do a good thing, but obviously that didn't work out and Maddie kind of like gets everyone into the sketchy situations in the first place so I don't know I have a kind of anti-Maddie bias already but maybe there are people that defend him a little bit more and think that like the friends should just forgive him and I don't know we'll see The episode ends with Alex and Liv jumping in the water because he rolls a six and she's like, okay, you got to run away then. And he's like, hee hee hoo hoo. (laughs) I'm a mischievous little spirit. And so he jumps into the water and she jumps with him. So we see that they're going to end up being friends, which I think is good. I support their friendship. I'm glad that she's not trying to date him and that he's not being, like, weird and manipulative with her any further than he already has been. And she takes his die and throws it away. And so that's kind of like, maybe he won't be doing that anymore. Maybe he's, like, in the friend group. Is that the symbolism? I guess we'll find out. So it leaves a lot to be continued in the plot. I think this really was a way to just sort of get the energy back up after Grace's death and keep the momentum rolling with the plot and like throwing a new character in kind of does open up some room for new relationship dynamics to build which is good because obviously Grace dying really fucked up the relationships between everybody and I don't know so those are just some of my thoughts it's been such a long time since recording a podcast it feels very strange to be back i was just on chelsea poe's podcast the performers pod if you guys want to check that out it was really fun and i hope to have her back on this podcast uh soon enough so that uh episode that i just did with her was talking about my experience and like entertainment and 
is definitely 18 plus content so just keep that in mind if you go look for it it's adult content related and yeah it looks like it's about to start raining here in chicago i'm around and we'll hopefully be uploading far more regularly than this gap of time so check out oh wow the podcast on instagram and I'll be uploading episodes to YouTube at some point. I promise I'll do it eventually when I have time. <laughs> don't don't wait around for that though. Just listen to it here. Anyway, see you guys soon enough and thank you so much for listening. It's always fun to talk about skins with you guys and I'd always love to hear your feedback. So, have a good one. Take care. Thanks. Bye.